Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again, talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Is that it? Yeah, I I mean, you're fucking it up more as the weeks go on, but (laughs) I guess the the show has been going for three years, so... Connor, uh, this is a week where I thought, oh, we might have a, a calm bit of movie news to talk about. Yeah. Just because we've had a lot of reviews lately, hour and 45 minute epics of us chatting about films. And then Disney Plus Day happened. It did. And that, that happened um, well, a week and a half ago now. So I'm trying, yeah. I will admit, and we're going to have to come clean, we are pre-recording this because I am away for the weekend. And so yes. if news drops on Saturday or Sunday, I'm, go- I'm going to be pissed. But as of right now... He will turn this have, plane around. <laughs> I, I will turn this podcast around. But as of right now, the biggest news we have is the Spider-Man trailer that, of course, yes. dropped um, on Tuesday. And so I feel like that's big news stories. But then they didn't drop the trailer on Disney Plus Day. They saved that for a lot of... That was a few days before. And that was um, a lot of the smaller series that they're setting up. Um, yeah, and, and the, the a few s- a few, uh, a few trailers of shows that I know in particular you have your eye on. Pretty hype myself. Uh, mm. Like the I'm I'm I think at this point I'm kind of after Spider Man I think I'm most excited for the Marvel shows rather than the movies. Because uh, you loved Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which then became... Got changed at the end, though. It did. It did. It was meant to be Captain America and the White Wolf. That would have been so much fucking better. Uh, but, look, we, we reviewed that on the Patreon, and I think we both agreed it's fine, but it feels like something is really missing from that series. Yeah, and so they decided, because they've got Disney money, they can just yeah. do whatever the fuck they want. 
Um, and the mouse doesn't care. The mouse just has endless money. So they've decided that to start off, and the one thing we're going to start off this week is the trailer that most of these are only teasers, so they're all like 30 seconds, 35 seconds mm. long. You, you only really get a glimpse. But the one thing that really caught my eye that I want to talk to you about was the Moon Knight trailer, oh, Sean. Oh, yeah. Um, starring Oscar Isaac, we have a bit of a teaser for our first little glimpse of what Moon Knight's going to look like in the MCU. And my first thought was, I wonder what Sean thinks of this, because I know he loves Moon Knight. I do love Moon Knight. Uh, I think it looks really fucking cool. Um, the outfit. The outfit, the outfit is outfit like... It looks amazing. It looks so good. Like It's a comic-accurate outfit, and it's like this big white... Like He wants villains to see him. So he dresses in bright white with a big white cape behind him. And it doesn't look goofy on camera, which I think is amazing costume design. Like, remember how Captain America looked in the first Avengers movie? Uh, yeah, to just get it right out the gate. And then you have, like, Oscar Isaac is in it. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know, but Oscar Isaac pretty good at the acting. He's very good. X-Men Apocalypse, um, exactly. It's... It, it, <laughs> Ivan Ooze. He was fantastic <laughs> in that Ivan Ooze movie. Um, but he plays Mark Spector, who is Moon Knight. And if anyone else doesn't know, Sean, just even from this teaser, tell us a little bit about Moon Knight. What, what's his deal? So Moon Knight, originally, he was uh, Mark Spector. He was a gun for hire, um, encountered an Egyptian god, and got some superhuman powers. Um, but <laughs> the bit in the middle there, the plot twist in the middle, nobody ever sees coming. Gun for hire meets an Egyptian god. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's not even that he has powers per se. It's just that like he came to a deal with the Egyptian moon god named Khonshu to like let him live and bring him back to life, and then he'd serve Khonshu basically. But the the easiest way to sum up Moon Knight is he is Marvel's Batman, and um, that's how everyone but- always describes him. He's like Batman, but if Batman had personal multiple personality disorder. Yeah, so that's the thing. So he has, there's the Moon Knight persona, there's the Mark Spector persona, and there is, oh, I forget his name, but he's like a, he's a cab driver. Um, and he's, he uses that to get information on like street level crime. Um, Mark Spector then is like a, a, a rich socialite kind of a deal. Um, but he is, he's a vigilante, but like, to put it in perspective, like the Punisher thinks Mark Spector as Moon Knight goes too far. Like Fuck. Yeah, he pulls no punches. There's one scene in this teaser of Moon Knight in like a bathroom just beating a guy who's already on the ground. And he, he he did the, the the Batman on him. I was just gonna say, I had the same reaction to that as I did to Robert Pattinson's The Batman, like I'm vengeance line. And I was like, that feels real. That feels too real for this Marvel TV show. <laughs> but then the next scene is him flying across uh, by moonlight. Yeah. Um, just like across the sky from rooftop to rooftop. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. Just even the suit itself, I think it looks fantastic. Um, Oscar Isaac, I think this this movie is really good. Just or sorry, the series I think could be really good for him. Just in terms of he does have a lot of rage. I think Oscar Isaac can play like you see him as like the scared type, but Moon Knight is he can flip between all of them. And then yeah. my favorite was to kind of show that they have him in the mirror. They have all the different reflections, and then one of the refle- they don't move at certain point, so the reflections are moving independently of him. 
he's looking there's a lot of mirror stuff in this even just in this small bit because he's got a lot of personalities they're all talking at once that's and all the thing all these different voices yeah like the mirror is like looking inwards and when he does that he's like he doesn't know who he really is he has all these voices in his head all the time i do think this series is going to end with him saying i'm moon knight oh uh, no i do look it's one of those claims i'll put out there but no, I, I I genuinely have really high hopes for this series, um, and I think the, it it opens the door to more of those kind of stories, what, kind of what Daredevil did, um, and it's like no, here's like just street level brawlers, um, and this one dude who's a ninja, it's that, but like yeah, I, here's I, a vigilante, I, yeah. and you add like a whole other level of you don't know which Moon Knight you're gonna get at any given mm. time. Now, is yeah. he always in the same mindset when he's Moon Knight, is my question. Yes, he's always... Kind of like Batman, but not to the same extent. But there's always the mission, if you get me. Okay. As like, here's what I'm working on at the minute. This is what has to be done, and it's the right thing to do. Um, it's weird, because Moon Knight has a really strong sense of like, no, this is the right thing to do. But, like, the other personalities could be swayed, depending on who's talking to them. And I just think, I mean, it's such a small teaser trailer. So we don't want to be like, this is going to be the best show ever. Yeah. It could be shit. You can't we judge it know. on 30 seconds, I would say. But, I mean, what it does get across in this very small um, window is there's a tone. And I quite like that the fact that this tone is a lot different from all the other shows we've seen. Because... Um, this does not have the same idea or feeling as Loki, as Falcon the Winter Soldier, as One Division. This is like, this is like they brought Daredevil over, but they just added another three things to be like, yeah. let's also make him like a psychopath who just he's just kind of goes around and does whatever the fuck he wants. Pretty much, yeah, and like he's he kind of has the respect of a lot of people, but people don't agree with how he does things. Um, but like because he will kill. At the end of the day, like he's, okay, he like he will he will kill a man. He doesn't care, um, and he'll fight Dracula. He will fight Dracula. Well, he'll he'll ask for money from Dracula. Best comic panel of all time. Uh, I think if anyone if anyone doesn't if isn't aware of Moon Knight, just Google Moon Knight um, comic moments or comic panels, famous comic panels, because he has some fucking great ones. Just just the panel itself, no context. Just him saying batshit crazy stuff to different people. Yeah, the uh, there's one thing with him and the Punisher, and the Punisher is just like, "Hey, you're still crazy," and it's like, "Hey, your wife and child still dead." <laughs> so he goes too far. <laughs> I see that one, and then someone commented, "It was like Moon Knight woke up and chose violence." To say. <laughs> yeah, he always chooses violence. That's his thing. <laughs> like no need. The- what's the one? In, what's the Dracula one? He walks into Dracula's lair. I know you're here, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money? <laughs> so, so good. Um, surely Blade needs to get on to Moon Knight. Moon Knight knows how to talk to these people. Well, that's the thing. Like, Blade and Moon Knight, along with Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider, they're in a group called the Midnight Suns. Interesting. Who work at night and fight uh, monsters and demons and things. Uh, and... I think we're slowly adding just more and more people into that pile of characters who have teamed up in the comics. So I wouldn't be surprised if Blade... I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if Blade showed up in this, honestly. Even just in a cameo? 
just in a cameo, like uh, just to establish his presence in the universe a bit more. Because um, we've even blades like, hey man, you you're going to be far. You want to you want to dial it back a bit? The uh, <laughs> like I would love to, actually just as a, a sidetrack, but like Blade's introduction in the MCU, I would love if he walked out of a dance club just covered in blood, and it's like just a nod to the original Blade, like that, that blood scene. rave going on. Great scene. Listen to us talk about it on Patreon, by the way. Oh, is it on the Heroes for Hire Patreon? It's on the Heroes for Hire Patreon. Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast, Connor. Is that the show where they go back and review all these old movies to see if they still hold up? Exactly. It's called The Lazarus Pit. Uh, very very funny fu- funny title, all you comic book fans. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> Five dollars you got. It's, you get, you it's get fine. Shows. I'm there. Sometimes you're there. It's yeah, fine. Well, sometimes. Um, <laughs> some, also, that the big thing about that blade scene is he has no blood on him. You're actually wrong because he's the only one in the place not covered in blood, and it oh, makes no sense. But the MCU is more grounded, so he would be. Ah, you know, of course. <laughs> like he's the only one covered in blood. <laughs> all the rest of them clean. All the rest of them completely free of blood, even on the inside. Yeah. Oh, dead. They're vampires. Okay, Sean. So we've got our Moon Knight trailer, but we're going to move on to another little bit of news. And then we'll come back to another trailer that caught my eye, or a teaser trailer. Because coming out of last week's movie review, um, we of course did our spoiler-filled special for The Eternals. Yes. And we decided it was fine. It, Um, It was serviceable. It happened. And so the (laughs) the Eternals director, though, Chloe Zhao, she looks to have already kind of, she's already looking to move on. Kevin Feige and her are already working together on a different project, Sean. Um, Now, this is a rumour, but it is stated that um, it's looking like Chloe Zhao could be directing Kevin Feige's new Star Wars movie instead. Interesting. That's very interesting. Um, so, Chloe Zhao, Oscar winner, Chloe Zhao, uh, for directing mm. um, directing a Star Wars project. Just because the Eternals is fine, it's not, really a, it's not a reflection on her talents. I'm sure she's excellent. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a big studio. you got to introduce 20 characters at once. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? and set them up for, for films over several <laughs> decades, presumably, at yeah. this point. So, I, I'd, I'd like to see what she would do with a Star Wars, because I don't know if you've seen Nomadland, but it's a really, like, personal story. So wouldn't it be cool to see, not to just make Nomadland, but Star Wars, but, like, a, a, a story more about this is, what, like, just someone getting by in the Star Wars universe. Like, not even Mandalorian, where he's basically a god the whole time. But... A regular, yeah. not a regular person, but like someone in hard times because of the situations due to the War of the Stars. So you're you're thinking of making Star Wars more more relatable, something that we can kind of watch and enjoy. Yeah, just something not connected to one specific family, I would say. Mm, two, well, mostly two. It's Most, either Palpatine or Skywalker. Those are the only two families in the galaxy. Maybe Kenobi. Holy fuck! Well, Kenobi's getting a series though, so <laughs> yeah. I I think um, some, there was lots of rumours do you remember when episode 8 came out and it was like what about the boy with the broom what yeah. about him He could. Um, he's force sensitive he could be a Kenobi grandson no he's no one he never pops up just, again 
but not no one in the Ray, way that Ray is no one. Uh, no, but her, like he's literally just he's got powers and he's no one, and I think that's much cooler. They all have a little magic idea. ring with the resistance symbol in it. That was another weird um, thing. But yeah, I I think I mean Kevin Feige has kind of gone above and beyond to basically say like Chloe Zhao is is his gal, right? Mm. That's he's very much behind her as a director. He brought her into Eternals because he he thought she was very talented, and especially because she pitched the Eternals. And they weren't going to do that, but she had such a good pitch that they were like, I mean, this sounds good. This sounds filmable. Because yeah. up until that point, they did not think it was filmable whatsoever. I had this um, thought about the Eternals, actually, after we did the review, which is always the best time to think of things. Absolutely. Uh, good stuff. The really Eternals. that review. <laughs> <laughs> the Eternals is way better than the Inhumans ever was. And so... Well, yeah. But I think that has to be... Like, that has to count for something. Like... Because it's basically the same. People from another planet with powers. Like, that's basically it. It's Is it better than... It's better than Tora Dark World? Yeah. People I from like, different planets with powers? You know what? I, we, we might have actually just summed up the Marvel Universe there, and I, I feel bad for it now. But <laughs> not, to rank, not to keep ranking things. I think it's, it's, it's not the worst MCU movie. Um... But I think. But you said in the review that the space stuff was your favorite stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, what's more space than Star Wars? That's the thing. But sta- like, I like cosmic bullshit. Is what I like. Uh, a phrase right. we coined very early on in the like lifespan of this show. By the way, Marvel cosmic bullshit. Yes. Marvel cosmic bullshit. That's some of my favorite stuff. Star Wars has the. It's a western at its core, like, and it's. You know the the lone cowboy rides in rides into town kind of a thing, but I think Chloe's out taking that in a direction that we've not seen before in Star Wars and Lucasfilm letting her do that. I think that would be an interesting Star Wars movie, like what John Favreau did with The Mandalorian. It's something we didn't see beforehand. Whereas, and like we both like The Force Awakens, but that movie is basically a new hope. Oh, it's the same movie. Yeah, but but why we liked it was because it was the same movie, but it was, it was it felt similar, but it kind of had some new stuff. So we're like, ah, just let it pass. It, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Ah, you got you got Oscar Isaac, your grand. <laughs> I like that John Boyega. He's pretty good. He's pretty neat. Um, and Ray Skywalker. <laughs> Ray, oh, I love Ray Skywalker. I'm Pal- Ray Palpatine Skywalker. Double barrel name. Ray Palpatine um, Skywalker. Star Wars. <laughs> um, but uh, also down so you've got Kevin Feige doing this Star Wars film you've also now Chloe Zhao is either apparently the rumour says she's either already signed on or she's very close to signing on um, right normally a rumour is a bit more vague but they've kind of come out with like she's very close to signing on or she's signed on it implies to me that it's probably happening um, and then you also have the fact that Michael Waldron is going to be writing the script. Now, Michael Waldron recently uh, worked on Loki. Um, he's currently... He wrote Loki. He, he wrote Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. And okay. now he's writing the Star Wars script. So, Kevin Feige's taken the all-star cast of different Marvel projects he's currently working on that he likes. And he doesn't have John Favreau because he's already <laughs> working on Star Wars. It's like, oh, who else do I have? Tyke is already locked in. Okay, got him. Uh, mm. Who's left? 
Uh, hmm. Is James? No, James is busy. He's doing Guardians, isn't he? No, he's yeah, actually we, perfect. We'll uh, Chloe, Guardians. we'll get Chloe. <laughs> That's it. He's, ass- he's assembling his own kind of Avengers he's filmmaking assembling. team. Like, he works with them on Marvel projects and then is like, they're pretty good. I'll get them in across the Star Wars. Yeah, which is nice to see that they're not just... Poor old Peyton Reed is just, like, waiting for the call any day now. <laughs> and he did now. <laughs> and he's second. They're going to want me. Me coming in. He has um, a hotline set up. <laughs> oh, they got Edgar Wright. <laughs> oh, shit. No, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it, I don't think. I think he's been burned. Do you think um, a Chloe Zhao Star Wars movie... I mean... The one thing we always say is, and I'm not even going to say, do you think it'd be good? Because I'm assuming it'll probably be pretty good. Um, it's a pretty all-star cast so in terms of w- working behind the scenes so far. Mm. Um, but more importantly, do you think it should be about someone we know? No. <laughs> no. Hard no on that one, I would say. Uh, okay. So, I want it to I'm be a ghost Chloe story. Know. Sorry? A ghost story. I want it to be a Star Wars ghost story. Oh, yes. A ghost story. Why don't we have a movie based off of... um, It's a double act. And it's Jar Jar and Yoda. Love it. And it's like the original odd couple. um, And they're on a little bit of a trip. And one of them has to get home for Christmas. Are you thinking of Home Alone? I think I'm thinking of Home Alone. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we're going to need to work uh, on that. <laughs> Michael Waldron's slightly more talented than me. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and it involves... I mean, there's a lot of superhero news this week, so I wanted to throw in a news story that wasn't based around Disney or oh, well, Marvel. I refuse to talk about it then, Connor. Or Because, because uh, Disney Plus Day came out, there was just lots of Marvel and Disney news. Um but something that caught my eye was the MGM bidding war that is currently taking place because MGM are currently winning the bidding war for the buddy action comedy with Jace Momoa and Dave Batista. That's right, Momoa and Batista are out selling this project to studios. Studios are coming in hot. It's the hottest property in Hollywood, Sean. It, I mean, that, look, it's a great cast. Those are two very entertaining and charming men I mean, they're literally all they have is Maboa Batista buddy cop movie studios <laughs> yes it, yeah it's a very odd pitch what do you think like do you think it's a brand new property uh, like Stuber was or do you think it's like a reboot like a what's the fucking movie a lethal weapon reboot um, I think it's probably, but they're also doing Lethal Weapon Five now, so you can't really copy that exactly. That's also, true. Also, neither the the old one. I was literally watching. I was um, looking up this story, and the more I read it, the more I thought sounds good when someone says Mamoa Batista in a movie. Dave Batista, Jason Moore. That's a great cast. But which one is the funny one? And which one is the is the comedy? I don't yeah, know. That's the thing. Who's the straight man in that? Because I don't think it's either of them. Because I think they're both they're both quite like funny, charismatic dudes, and I guess just based on broadness, who's broader? I probably Batista would be like. <sighs> oh, Bati- the- I would say Batista is like six four. He's probably broader. Mabo is probably 
a slightly leaner yeah. 6'4". <laughs> He's, yeah, a slightly leaner 6'4". Uh, the thing is, they could do with the route that one of them, like, is, to, to, for want of a better word, like, soft. Like, works a desk job, has never been out in the field. Anything, you know, something like that. Which one? I don't know. Like, but that's the thing. That's the entirety of the humor. And it's just like, and and Batista here, he hates the violence. Movie, <laughs> like, the movie doesn't even have a director. This is the power of Batista Momoa. They've they just show up and be like, we want to be in a movie together. Like, we want to be in a movie together and we're big box office draws. And we're kind of, we're friends from Dune. And so I think that we would like to do a movie together. I've got, I've got. Go on. A buddy cop movie with with two men who are the same age, all right? And they're both wisecracking assholes. Oh, Starsky good. and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that one of them tries to slide across the bonnet and the car wheels just fall off. like buckles. <laughs> like, <laughs> the car, they're just so heavy with muscle that the car is just like, nah, fuck this, I'm out. Failing that, Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> <sighs> Dukes of Hazard. That would be hilarious oh, with those two humongous men. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't imagine, right? I can imagine the charisma. But the problem is they're both charismatic in the same way. They're the yes. same. They're the same character. They're both the. They're both the one who's wisecracking off the crazy person, or like, Jesus, look at him. That's a bit fucking weird. Yeah, I'm the, str- I'm the toughest the, guy in the room. They're like the tension breaker. So anytime like two characters are having an argument or a serious discussion, they'll come in at the end to make the audience go ah ha ha ha, and then it cuts to the next scene. So there's apparently a four-way bidding war currently between all the studios uh, for this movie with no director. All the the movie studios that are left. Four of them. (laughs) Four. (laughs) Disney are like, it'll be fucking three when we're done. Oh, Sony, you count your your days. (laughs) Honestly, Sony, you're low. No, Paramount. So you've Paramount, Warner Brothers, Disney, MGM, Sony. Universal? Universal? No, Paramount. Okay, we'll take Paramount though. Universal? Um, is that it? <laughs> is that, is no, that all of them? No, the Fox is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's bad. But also, it's funny because they just... I like the idea they just walk in and they just they just have themselves there. And they just look, just lads. Have you seen... Have you seen Dave? Have you yeah. seen me? Right. Have you seen lads. Dave with Eddie Murphy? Uh, sorry, that's meet Dave. Oh, do do that, but Batista. <laughs> the more plays his conscience. I I like the idea that the boat always in every scene trying to get the one last line, like yeah. the one killer, and then they never leave the scene. <laughs> They're just staring at each other, just quipping for hours. They're, they're like, hunt down the killer. This guy's after killing like 20 people across the country. They finally track him down, break in through the door. The two of them fucking massive, can barely get through. Both point their guns. And then they both have like the CSI Miami one-liner. But then they yeah. just keep doing the one-liner until the guy just runs away. Oh yeah, like they find him in like a, a meat freezer and they're just like, freeze, <laughs> asshole. And then Batista's like, time <laughs> to put this guy on ice. 
And then the Bahu was like, you're cooked. And then the skater like, started doing like meat puns. And the guy's just like head back and forth, just looking. Is somebody going to fucking arrest me? Like, am just I under arrest or not? Just, just kill me. I cannot listen to these fucking puns. Um, but yeah, so this movie is, it's coming, Sean. We don't know what studio, but it's hot on the heels. It just made me laugh that they don't have a director. But they're just like, look at the two of us. Don't you want this? You do. I feel like there was like a rap party for June and they both got pissed. And they were just like, you know what would be great? If we were buddy cops. <laughs> yes. And it was definitely Momoa who, who suggested it. Oh, yeah. And, and Batista, Batista was like, yeah, man. Fuck that. I never even thought of that. I'm busy doing like the cool. I was about to do another 10 serious movies along with 10 comedy movies. But fuck it. I'll do a, I'll, I'll do a, a buddy cop movie. What if it's um, serious though? Like what if it's like seven? But Batista and Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like finding heads in boxes but they're just still, still quipping still quip oh always quipping they have to just quip non-stop quips but they, neither of them just they just they don't like quipping because they're cool but they want to quip because they have to because there's nobody yeah. else to quip it's all they know it's, it's the only thing they teach in acting school these days <laughs> we have got to our next piece of news Sean and it involves another one of Hollywood's he- largest men um, Mr. Henry Cavill. Uh, I'd like a three-way fight. I would like to see, but um, I think Batista's staying. I think Batista uh, wins based on experience. <laughs> but I see, yeah, but more, I think it'd be feisty. Um, Cavill would be too regal. He'd be, He'd like, be too nah. gentlemanly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Henry Cavill has reignited his Superman hope, Sean. Oh. Um, so he is doing a. He did a lengthy interview with the Hollywood Reporter. And within it, now of course there's lots of uh, currently Superman reboots being planned. Um, Michael B. Jordan, heavily rumoured to be playing Superman in a J.J. Abrams film. Um, yeah. And it's it's a pretty big deal. And he was kind of asked, because I think he's probably going to be asked this for the rest of time until he makes his, up his mind. Um, and he just says, it's exciting. Superman's far more than skin colour. Superman is an ideal. Superman's an extraordinary thing that lives within our hearts. Oh, and you're Cavill. already smiling because you're like, Henry, you, you're, you're too nice. You're, too, um, you're so passionate about everything you do. Yeah, and he's just like, what? And he says, why not have multiple Superman going on? Like, Jackie and Phoenix did a, did a wonderful Joker movie. So, and that's not tied to the rest. The, <laughs> <laughs> he's the only person that ever described that movie as wonderful. Um, and he's like, that's not even tied to the rest of the franchise. So, I mean, they have multiple Superman comic book storylines. Why can't they do that as well? Um, and I like Cavill says, explaining this, and like we as like people who read comic books are like, yeah, yeah, like that's that's normal. But like to like the general public, I feel like this is what multiple Supermans, <laughs> Spider Man, and Amazing Spider Man. <laughs> who are they? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> and, but then, like up to that point, it's just kind of a generic. Well, I hope they do well. Fair play to them. Um, there's lots of Superman, but what can you do? But then he says, there's a lot of storytelling for me to, to do to, as Superman still. And I would absolutely love the opportunity to come back and play the character. Um, the killing of Zod gave a reason for the character to never kill again. Superman falling to the ground and screaming. I don't think that was originally even in the script. But I wanted to show the pain that he had. I like the idea. Zack Snyder's like, don't eat a lad. Don't eat <laughs> Just that. break necks. There was originally a ten minute maniacal laugh at the end of that movie. <laughs> 
And then he said, and he has like another big paragraph and he just says, as I always say, the cape is still in the closet if they, if they want me. And so, so it sounds like the ball is in Warner Brothers court at this point. So then uh, we always just felt he didn't want to do it. But now it's kind of the more he does this thing, he's I sorry, he's report he's currently promoting The Witcher, I think. Yeah. And so and that's coming out in December. So he's currently doing the press tour for that. So he's already, he's getting Superman questions there. We were of the opinion that he had just kind of been done and in my head he was done. They'd moved on. And every so often he just keeps coming out being like, I'll still do it if they want me to if they want to get the perfect casting for Superman if yeah. they want to you know you remember how you nailed it before Superman. you want to just fucking have that again please because I, I, I could do it because I want to do it and even though you're going to claim that I, have I don't it. want to do it like I have done it even though they weren't very good but I'm willing to do it again if we're going to do it better are we going to do, do it better it good. you want to do it good <laughs> yeah we'll do it good that's and the, wonderful and Warner was like I don't think he wants to do it I, th- I think ooh, he's just being I don't polite think he wants to. <laughs> Yeah, is is it a case where like he wants to do it, but they just want to move on because they want to move on from Zack Snyder? Maybe that's it. Maybe he's too closely tied to that particular version of that universe that they're. It feels like they're trying to step away from a little bit. Hmm. And and do you think you would want to see Henry Cavill back, or are you kind yeah, of the opinion? He's a good he's, Superman, like. I mean, he's kind of hard do done Michael. by if, if you did, if you did, oh, they destroyed him. I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> after he killed them, character assassination. But um, they literally killed him in the storyline as well. But, they did. Um, but it didn't matter. I think if you had a Superman, like Superman movies with Michael B. Jordan and Henry Cavill. I think you'd have simultaneous perfect casting running at the same time. <laughs> it's never happened before. <laughs> They've never run simultaneous casting of the same character and everyone's like, fuck it, I have no regrets though. It's so good. Yeah. That's, that's really good. And just seeing those two like interact and hang out on screen, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Ooh. But then again, you could just do a thing of like, they're not in the same universe. They never interact. And then yeah. you do a multiverse in 20 years. I bring him back. Or in the Flash movie, apparently. <laughs> or in the Flash movie, even or Spider Man, maybe. Um, and so we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it involves your favourite lawyer. That's oh. not named Matt Murdock. Oh. That is. Oh, yeah. She Hulk, Sean. Marvel Jennifer Walters. Jennifer, her, their first look at She Hulk that is coming to Disney Plus next year. Um, and it is. Starring Tatiana Maslany, um, and she is going to be playing She-Hulk, and it's only a thirty-second clip. But with it, we do get a lot of—I mean, a lot of um, hints, a lot of. T- I'm not going to do like arrows, things you missed, but it's mostly just Big like red circles. You have Bruce Banner's in it as well. I mean, it makes sense. It's a She-Hulk series, but he has no cast or sling, Sean. So my question to you is, when did this take place? It's very odd, because we do see in the end credits of Shang-Chi, we see Bruce Banner as Bruce Banner with his arm in a sling from the Mm. snap. And so that was, I think that was, I think six months or something, or a year after the events of Endgame is when the end of Shang-Chi is. So he turns back into Bruce Banner. Yeah, maybe he can just do it on command now. Like, and he always kind of could with the whole I'm always angry thing. Well, he couldn't but turn back, was the problem. That's it. Like, and I think 
I think, look, the, the, the main reason for this is that I think the Professor Hulk effect is a very expensive and difficult effect to maintain throughout an eight episode series. <laughs> d- honestly, right? There's, the, there's, the, uh, sorry, just before we get into this, what did you think of the small clip we seen of her in the, in the She-Hulk? Oh, it looks really cool. It looks super comic accurate. Uh, I, I'm I'm interested to see how the face looks, just in terms of like if you can get thing. that wrong in, in I, regards to the rest of it. They're pretty good at like full CG characters at this point, though. The um, but I, the, I will the say the issue is the issue is with the studios is that it costs so much money because the yeah. Marvel didn't even want to turn Bruce Banner half the time because it costs so much money to turn him like that, and so you do an eight episode series. This is a shit ton of money to put into this that she's going to be turning or if she stays as She-Hulk consistently. Yeah, like, it seems like there's... Just from this, like, again, like, 20, 30 second teaser, there's a lot of stuff of her being just a a, gen- a lawyer, like, actually, like, practicing law and possibly there'll be... I Like, I feel this is the show to just fucking horse cameos into it as well. Um, yeah, like, I think Matt Murdock's appearing in this. Probably. Uh, I mean, we we know Bruce Banner's in it. I think you could go even further, just start including like all the defenders if you want. Um, uh, yeah, just like that, everyone. that could be fun, and yeah, and just have like li- even little nods to st- stuff. Like she has like C list heroes that she defends and all this, but it seems like all, all the sh- transformation She Hulk stuff seems to be done in a lab. So. In Endgame, Bruce says that he spent like 16 months in a gamma lab to turn himself into Professor Hulk. So maybe that's where he brings Jennifer Walters to try and stabilize her. Because in the comics, would... she gets it from a blood transfusion from him. Yeah. That's how she, she becomes... Gets shot by the, she gets shot by the mob. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then he gives her a blood transfusion. Because they're cousins. Yeah, but, yeah, and I think also a lot of the shots in this are going to be from the first two episodes. Um, yeah, I I think it would be ballsy if they just let her be She Hulk for the rest of the show, just like consistently She Hulk. Um, she might. You run the risk of run. You run out. Run out a budget after about episode seven, and you're like, ah, fuck it. Well, what are we going to do? Just paint her green. It'll be fine. That's <laughs> it. Be paint her. The effect looks a little bit kind of rubbery, but I'd feel like that's not final CGI right there. Um, but are we not to expect slightly less? Than Bruce Banner CGI because it is a series. See, yeah. See, the thing with Bruce Banner is they already have that model made. Now it's not just a one-to-one like copy and paste kind of a job, but like you would be building a new She-Hulk model from the ground up for this show. Um, so I feel yeah. like it probably will get a little bit of leeway. Um, but I'm, I'm, I just want to know how, why, how they inter, like how they interact in this, like. What is the reason for them meeting up in this movie? Um, I mean, I think they might go along the exact same lines as the comic book. I think she could trial a mobster and the mob shoot her and then Bruce is the only one around and he saves her. Um, I mean, why change it? It's fairly self-explanatory and then he's like, oh, I'm after giving you some of my blood. Um, and it's gonna turn you. I like the one bit in the lab when he's gonna, he's like talking to her. He gives her clothes that are way too big because yeah. he knows that she's gonna get a lot bigger. It's like a very small detail, but I was like, makes sense. Bruce yeah, has been here before. You've learned this. You learned this all like yeah. by yourself. 
The uh, we also know that Abomination is showing up in that series. Tim well. Roth. Tim Roth. So what if, like, there's like a thing to I don't know release Abomination, and she's like protesting that movement on like behalf of the people of Harlem, which he destroyed, and so the and so you call Bruce Banner as a witness. But he can't oh. be the Hulk while he's a witness, so they have to reverse it for that time. And then she gets shot by the mob. She gets shot by the mob, <laughs> and then blood transfusion, now they're both Hulks. But Tim Roth gives her a blood transfusion, and she becomes she-abomination. Oh, I don't... Uh, I don't. Has there been a she-abomination? That's a very good oh, question. It, it's comic books. I'm assuming there has. There's a red she-Hulk. Uh... But yeah, but I mean, there's a red and green of all the Hulks. Doesn't matter who, what Hulk you go to, it just changed colours repeatedly. This is true. Uh, I don't see a she abomination. That's a. Uh, see now, Kevin Feige, get on to me. I'll give you some multi- original ideas. Do you know who be. Actually, because if we're going along the lines of like Tim Roth, do you know who'd be a really good she abomination? <laughs> go on. Jo- I, I, the only thing that's coming to mind is like Emily Deschanel. <laughs> Bones. I just say, I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> Did you recently watch Bones? No. Uh, I just it, I I watched so much Bones like as a child uh, that it's just kind of burned into my head. But then you'd have you had have a Bones light to me double act. Oh, the double bill on Sky One. The, Holy the fuck! Double bill on Sky One on Sunday nights. The. I have a... Oh, Sunday night's great night. Uh, there is a she-abomination, Oh Connor, yes, I, I knew it. She's not called she-abomination. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> it's abominatrix. Abomination oh, Stan. Oh, Stan. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> he had to give that a thumbs up, surely, when she get created. Uh, 1990. <laughs> oh, Stan, you were still around. <laughs> You were still heavily involved. No wonder they were selling fucking filing cabinets and desks. When, yeah, when Abominatrix is the best thing you can ever have. We've nailed this, lads. Um, okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And it is actually more follow-up to the Eternals, Sean. Oh. Um, but it's it's something that we discussed on the episode itself. Um, because apparently the Eternals writers are currently going out of their way to find um, are trying to get a chance to do a prequel series on Disney Plus for the Eternals right um, so Sean my thoughts to you is this came out and I mean the Eternals movie packs a whole lot of I mean 160 minutes or whatever it is um, but now the Eternals writers are coming out saying they would like to see a prequel series come to Disney Plus covering all of the Eternals. What are your thoughts? I don't like this at all. Like the oh, least, no. my least favorite bits of that movie was the stuff in the past, uh, which mm. is quite key to a prequel series. I would say. Um, Do you not want to see Kingo when he's you know around? No, like all of the like. That doesn't, like, none of what you could reveal in that prequel series will change the film The Eternals. And so I've seen where all of those characters end up. Like, would I like to see more? Look, okay, spoilers for The Eternals, by the way. Um, For the next five minutes. For the next five minutes. 
would I like to see more Gilgamesh? Yeah. But ultimately it doesn't matter. Because it's fucking dead. So this is like this is like it's like the film Black Widow at this point. You're just going to make a middling Marvel movie to bu- to sell tickets by doing this. But do you not want to see what happened to Sprite, the most no. exciting character in the film? I don't give a shit about any of those people, though. <laughs> I don't care about any of the Eternals. But maybe you will after a prequel series. Except for Druig, excuse me. Uh, Sorry. No, except for Druig, and even he has no backstory. Nobody knows what the no. fuck happened to him. We just like Barry. That's literally it. That's it. Give me, like, Druig just living in Dublin for a hundred years, and that's that's all I need. But I, I feel like, um, obviously, Angelina's definitely not coming back for a prequel not series. At not at all. Um, you might get Richard Madden, maybe. Might um, get Gemma Chan. Uh, Gemma Chan, yeah, and you'll definitely get the rest of them. <laughs> Selma Hayek isn't coming back for an Ajax film. I don't think um, so. I, I mean, it, it just sounds boring like, to watch. I feel like, and this might give away our review, but if you have to bring out a movie and then you have to bring out a prequel series explaining the characters in the movie, you didn't do a very good job in but, the movie. Yeah, but also, like, I don't think those characters need explanation because there is nothing to them. Like, they are just strong They're boy, warrior programs. woman. Yeah. Like, that's it. There's child. There's, oh, here, here's wise Fuck cracking off, finger gun man. Fuck you, Sprite. She's not even that bad, <laughs> honestly. It's just... Why do they make her real shit? No, sorry, we're not going to get into it. But why? Why does that happen? Like, she had a knife. But also, I was thinking of this. So they made her into, like, a, a human, right, at the end of it. Uh, we're yeah. still in spoiler time. It's fine. Uh, she and- murder. But the, but, the, but the the fucking children's book analogy that they used earlier was Peter Pan, but surely Pinocchio would have been more fucking accurate. Um, yes, but also maybe Jack the Ripper would have been accurate because she does try to stab some people. She does. Loves a, loves a bit of a stab. Uh, look, we, we won't re-review Eternals because I feel like lonely depressed. I can't put myself into that situation, but if somebody stabbed me 20 minutes later, I wouldn't say I'm going to give you everything you dreamed of in life. Even if I it would was say, me? Uh, even you, I think I'd be like, ah, lad. Ah, lad. What if I punch you square in the back of the head? <laughs> That's worse somehow. <laughs> at least at least the knife is final. The punch seems more vicious. Yeah, the punch is like, I'm willing to deal with the consequences here. <laughs> um, so we are finishing off Movie Mondays this week, Sean, and I left a bit of time. Because I'm sure we're probably going to have a bit of thoughts. And that is because we are going to be talking the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that dropped. Oh, are we talking about Um, this? We are indeed talking about that trailer. The movie is coming out out next month. Um, It's a pretty big deal, Sean. It is. Um, If you like that kind of thing. If you're into that kind of thing. You are the biggest fan of Spider-Man I know. I'm intrigued. How do you feel after watching this trailer? I've, I, I'm mixed, honestly. Now, look, I will say I really like it. I'm really excited for this movie, but I, I don't want to know any more about this movie. No, stop showing me things. Yeah, stop showing me things. Stop having every news site, like Andrew Garfield trends about once a week now, because anytime he does, <laughs> he's anything, so sad. 
He's leave so miserable. Stop asking him. Just leave him go. Like, clearly he's not going to say, yeah, I'm in it. Like, give up at this point. <laughs> I like how, like, um, John, John 057 is like, I'm going to ask him on the street, right? I'm going to yeah. get the scoop. And when I stick my phone in his face and he says, yes, I'm going to make a fucking million followers overnight. I'm yeah. the hottest scooper in Hollywood. Like, look, they didn't show the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this trailer which I think is a good move, but I feel like that, like, it's 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 spoiled now. Like, you know they're in it, definitely. Uh, I mean, they, they I mean, everyone knew they were in it even, like, two years ago. Yeah. Everyone knew that they were in it. Um, and w- there's so many things, like, over the last few weeks, that it's like, proof that Andrew Garfield, I'm like, I don't even want to know. I I'm not know. even going to cover it. How is this care. more fun than watching that on screen? Like, like it's I way wish- more fun. Uh, I wish Thor Ragnarok didn't spoil the Hulk thing in trailers. Yeah, like, I I think why not just you have the ability to just like CGI everyone out of the fucking film, just CGI somebody else in, and we're just like, oh, he's fighting this person. Yeah, like and then it turns out when Hulk shows up, like I don't, yeah, like with this one in particular, I don't know how much like marketing it needs. I think people will see it anyway. Um, like I like the fact that it's. Oh, suspiciously, five of Spider-Man's greatest villains teaming up. Uh, Like, that's great and that's cool. But I think just a Spider-Man movie would already have those tickets sold. Um, And also, Venom is definitely in this. Oh, 100%. 100%. After you see the, the crack in the sky... He's definitely in it. He's de- yeah, he's definitely in it, and like that makes the Sinister Six. Um, to, yeah, so to, briefly on that, we get a bunch of returning Spider-Man villains who have all been killed in battle with Spider-Man. Is the 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 conceit of this movie? Um, and Doctor Strange has trapped them all in a little cube. And Tom Holland, he's like, no, 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 that's not right. And so I think he frees them. Because I think the idea is that Doctor Strange says they all have to die because they all died fighting Superman or Spider-Man in a in another universe, and so his idea is that we have to. That's the timeline. We have to just let them die. Yeah, and Tom Holland is like, no, I want to save everyone. Very Spider-Man thing to think. Like he will even save his greatest villains. So off the bat, we have Doctor Octopus, who we saw, um, Alfred Molina. Looks great. I think he turns good sometimes in this movie. Oh, uh, I think he definitely turns good. I think he's yeah. the one that's like, what are we doing? Everyone, let's go back. Exactly. Um, I think he, he's going to come in clutch at the end. Uh, we have Jamie Foxx's Electro, uh, who looks so much better than he did in Amazing oh, so, Spider-Man like he's, 2. Now, he's now yellow. Um, yeah. And he's got the, like he's Electro. Got the Electro star. Yeah, he's got yeah. The, the Electro star. He's got a little power pack on his chest. He looks great. It's such a cool design. Um, we have Kurt Connors, the lizard, uh, mm-hmm. which is fine, fine, fine lizard. I really like the actor who plays the lizard. I hope they get him back for like some Kurt Connors stuff. Uh, oh yeah, I can't remember his name right now. Can't remember He's his name either. At all was I do apologize. Um, we also have Sandman is back in a big way. Um, who's like got redeemed at the end, but maybe they're. They're pulled out before their fight with Spider-Man or something. We did the review of that. We did the review of that and all of he does is he just like constantly throughout the movie. He's just like, I'm a good guy while doing bad stuff. Yeah, just like killing people. I'm not a bad guy. 
Good, uh, I'll just do it for my daughter. Now, fucking, I'm going to kill you and your family. And rob this bank with me. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, it seems. Uh, seems to be Willem Dafoe still. And a very he's similar goblin in, suit. He's going to have to talk into a mirror, surely. I, I mean, you would hope so. The, um, I, I think there's... I, see, I don't... I, it, it's weird, because all of these characters are dead, for want of a better word. But See, they're dead, but they're also... They're also, I suppose... It's just... They're big names. And I think they probably will do the thing where they bring them back, like... An hour before their death. We brought yeah. them back just as you were fighting Spider-Man. You're back again. That's the thing, because when he first presumably appears, Dr. Octopus recognises that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. But then when he pins yeah, and then, him and against he's like, the wall... You're not Peter Parker. You're not Peter Parker. Peter Parker will be dead from that. Um, also, also the the arms with the nanotech. The, yeah, um, you see the nanotech suit and it kind of morphs down to cover Peter, and then it goes onto the arms. Yeah, it's like he adapts it into his into his arms, which is fucked because now he's it's kind of uh, superior Spider Man, which is when Doctor okay. Octopus took over Spider Man's body, and he called himself Superior Spider Man. He had all the best tech, and he was really ruthless with criminals, and. He got he got shit done. I will be honest. It's a very good run if anyone wants to read it. Um, okay, and um, then, and and so you also have um, Doctor Strange is in this being like you're all the Scooby Gang. You solve it for yourselves. Yeah. Um, Sp- Spider Man's gonna fight Doctor Strange at some point in this to basically be like, don't kill them. Doctor Strange is like has to happen, dude. Has to be done. Uh, do we see? Uh, do you think MJ is gonna die? Because we see a very Gwen no. Stacy looking shot in this trailer. I think Andrew Garfield catches her. That that'd be great. That'd be class. Uh, yeah, I think he catches her. And is like I'm not going to let anyone else lose their loved one this way. Something like that. I yeah. mean, you see Peter's hand, but they could easily CGI that out. That they could also be any CGI'd hand. all the other Spider-Man out of the big fight scene at the end, where it's Peter against the five of them. Yeah, presum- um, apparently in one version of the trailer, I think it's from like Mexican Portugal trailer. or Brazil, Mexico. That's it. And you see, like, uh, the lizard just getting clocked in the face by nothing. And, and yeah, where it makes no sense now. Also, if you look at the shot, the lizard is just jumping at nobody. So all the all the YouTubers just blew up during the week of arrows. All of those empty spots. Mean? Like, what does it mean? Look at the empty space. What are they hiding from us, man? Basically means they just don't want to give away the spoiler. But it's definitely the three of them fighting against the five of them. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's what you would do. And that's but, the like, shot. It is the money shot, and it's the hero shot, and it will be on like the TV trailer that comes out. But I, I, I'm really conflicted, because I really want to see this movie, right? But I also can't wait for it to be out so it can stop being the only thing reported on in terms of comic book movie news. <laughs> but then what are we going to do? Oh, that, that, that's when we move on to... What's the next movie coming out? Uh, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We move so on to that. What will ha- happen is that confirmed. is just based- that is just a direct sequel to this, really. So this is will start the crack, and then I think Doctor Strange is basically. But then I also think Scarlet Witch is involved. Like that's she's the thing. Having um, some say in this pre-COVID and everything, uh, Multiverse of Madness was meant to come out first before yes. Spider-Man No Way Home. So I don't know how much rewriting they did, but presumably I think they're rewriting it now. Could be, could be. The uh, I think that. 
I would fully believe that Doctor Strange doesn't show up for much of this movie. Like, first act, maybe. And then yeah, he and has then a side Peter, story maybe at the same time as this movie's going on. And then I, I think Peter comes to him as a last resort. It is like, fix my problem. Because like, yeah. it's been like a horrible first half an hour of this film. What I do you think of help. the magic Spider-Man suit? Um, meh. Yeah. It's just to sell toys. <laughs> just to sell toys and Halloween costumes, that's it. I, I, I just like, just give him the red and blue. And then I'm, give, I'm a okay. reg- and then I'm give him a regular suit, yeah. I, I, I can't wait. I, I don't just, like the nanotex suit. No. I just, I just want a literal, just a Spider-Man suit. I and like... And the cool Andrew Garfield suit. Yes, the second one. And I like the red and black suit that Tom Holland Spider-Man has at the end of Far From Home. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, that's I like a nice that one. suit. I like that suit a whole lot. Um, and then any of the Tobey Maguire suits are probably fine. Um, but I, yeah. I, I can't wait to see. Like, I want the other two Spider Men who are broke as fuck, just looking at this like marvel of science that Tom Holland just wears. <laughs> just like I want Tom Maguire just crying. No, I just want to see the start when he's crying in the rain. Somebody commented underneath it was like they just used the gif of uh, Tom Maguire saying, "Oh, you gotta cry from <laughs> 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 Spider Man Three. Like it, I just, it. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, it will be cool to see. I think Tom McGuire dies. Interact. By the way, do you think so that he has that like send off? I think. I think what happens is he says, "Great power, great responsibility" to Tom Holland. Oh, good. At the end, the scene at the end in the rain is like Tom Holland crying because Tom McGuire is either dead or he's leaving back to his universe. I can't quite tell. That. Yeah. Like, I think that's like the scene when they all either. When it's the morning after they're dead, or they, I suppose Tom McGuire's like, I have to leave now. And then he waves. Bye bye. back to the gate. Bye bye. I have to go back to my home planet. And then just like floats up along the screen. Could be. Could be. The, um, I also, I think they're going to make Ned Leeds into the Hobgoblin. That's my wild theory for this. Do you think uh, M or um do you think Aunt May or uh what's the Happy. what's John Favreau's character? Happy. Yeah, I think are either them dead. Oh man, I don't think you can kill Aunt May. Um So then I, Happy. I think Happy. Happy might take the Uncle Ben role. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think yeah, I think Happy could die. I think there's a lot of scenes of them running around looking quite scared, and then Aunt May is looking like real sad at one point, and I'm like Happy could be dead or be blown up or nearly killed, I don't know. Yeah, like, for all we know about this movie, we don't know a lot of plot details. You know, like, we know a multiverse and we know multiple villains and multiple Spider-Men. But we don't know, like, how does the fact that everyone knows Peter Parker... What what happens there? Uh, th- which, that's a, that's a cliffhanger we've been riding for I the think last at the two end, or three years. Maybe at the end, him crying is because it actually works. Um, and the only way... It, they can do it as if everyone forgets and it yeah. just reverts back to he's the only one he's crying because he's standing in the rain and he's so sad because nobody if, now knows what if Tobey Maguire dies but then yeah. to make sure that no one knows that uh, Peter Parker is Spider like Tom Holland is Spider-Man him and Andrew Garfield have to switch places 
<gasps> and so he takes the Sony universe and Garfield takes the and Marvel Zendaya universe. And just has to go out with Andrew Garfield. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And they have to be his best friends. Their <laughs> best friend. And they just and have to like, pretend. I don't even know you, man. <laughs> don't like, even you're like 10 yes, years Ned. older than us. <laughs> Do you remember that trip we took, Ned, to Washington? Do you not remember? He's we're just really pans. selling it. The, um, <laughs> also, we're definitely getting Matt Murdock as well. Like, that's basically oh, confirmed. Oh, 100%, yeah. We're not even getting into it. But he's probably not even going to make a, have a big deal. Like, one scene. Yeah, unless he shows up at the end and kills Happy. <laughs> oh, even better. Even better. Um, so I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday, Sean. I think that's about it. Will I take us out, Connor? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. As we said in, during the show, patreon.com slash years for higher podcast. Special shout outs to Waffles will be 30 years old by the end of the month. All he wants is for people to get vaccinated and to have a nice day. I will do my best, Waffles. I've, I'm halfway there and the day is young. Uh, thank you also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Wrighttime Evanson, Sean Groyer Mo for a Bro Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna, Team Irish Walrus Jan Roos, Lil Dicky, the other said in a southern drawl, Well, I reckon people dang old call me Florida man, glad to meet you, M. Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle, it's Championship Weekend for Drip Brown, A June Run Run Run, A June Run Run, Luke Hoth. Thank you all so, so much. God, I, I need to catch my breath after that one. Thanks, everyone, for the support. You're actually unreal. Um, head on over. I saved my to... laptop, by the way. I, I was watching you do it. Around. Oh, you were oh, shuffling. But, oh, every day he's shuffling. <laughs> That's the song. Was, the laptop was basically like, plug me in or I'm dead. <laughs> I was like, don't lose the recording and talk <laughs> for another hour. <laughs> if I'm dead, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to head over there five dollars or more a month you get all of our movie and TV show reviews that we've ever done you can also support the show by going to twitter at heroes for hire pod the four is the number four facebook is detective development's discussion group instagram is heroes for hire podcast but the most important way to ever help the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and I think that's about it Connor so I've been Connor Lawless I've been Sean Mean. and we shall see you all next week bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.